on this ninth episode of Talk About Board Games, we finish our third five for five. We discuss what games are fun for children and will not bore adults, and we go teeth, claws, and tails to crown the king of Tokyo. Welcome to Talk About Board Games, ninth episode. My name is Nicole, and I'm here with my husband, Fred. And thank you so much for listening. <laughs> now, this week we played some, uh, you know, a great dice game for our featured episode, our featured review, and uh, it was called King of Tokyo. We played it with our friend Travis and his eight-year-old son Lucas. So make sure you stick around uh, because there's some really great excerpts from that play session. But first, Nicole. We played some games since last time, didn't we? We did. We did. You know, I'm almost thinking, I know we just had our intro jingle, but maybe we should have a games we just played intro kind of jingle. Really? I can't do it. <laughs> you have to write the music. That's why you're hired. <laughs> oh my God. We'll what? see. <laughs> That's, I don't know. Is it is it overkill? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. If you think I like it's... that band though. <laughs> oh, anyway. What? If you think that's just too much. Let us know. Hey, please, no more jingles. <laughs> <laughs> if you say no more jingles, my no, heart would be broken. That would be a bummer because they're fun. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I, I kind of think maybe that's something you should work on for future uh-huh. episodes. Uh-huh. Definitely shouldn't be me working on it because I'm not so musically inclined. Yes, Anyhow, you are. moving that right was along. Amazing. But uh, one of the games <laughs> we tried, I, I got this game, and uh, you know, what game? I got Baseball Highlights 2045. Oh yeah. Now, obviously, we live in Kansas City, and the Royals are hot, so it makes me possibly, maybe... fighting hot. It makes me possibly more interested in a baseball game, but honestly, I don't have any sports-themed games beyond racing. I have one... Yeah, you do. What? Blood Bowl. That's right. Team manager. That that hardly feels like I'm playing the sport, though. Well, no, especially since I win, and I don't. I know that because if we were playing a sport, I'd beat you every time. Probably. <laughs> no, I don't tackle well. <laughs> That's not the truth. You beat me at what? Ping pong. No. No, not tennis either. Well, I know that. We try. <laughs> I'm not good, and I'm too short for the basketball. Well, we tried this baseball 2045, right? <laughs> no, it was cool. And and you won. I did, I which a, is probably why I, I thought I it was tweeted cool. that. I know. I gave you props. I appreciate that. Thank You're you. You're welcome. See, <laughs> I always start out loving. Aw, and then it gets mean. <laughs> then it goes downhill. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> but no, the Baseball 2045, uh, surprising amount of strategy considering you, you each have like a little 15-card deck of players, and these mm-hmm. players generate... Uh, you know, some either an offensive ability or defensive ability, or you know, at least a single, double, triple, or home run. Mm-hmm. Or at the very least, they're worth something to get rid of them and trade them in for somebody better. Right, and they all generate money, to which is good. Buy free agents yeah. at the end of each game, and you just play these games. These games take like each little mini baseball game only takes, you know, five minutes. ten minutes yeah. at the most, and you play a certain set of them and have the best of whatever, and yeah. Whoever wins, wins. 
it was neat. I was telling, uh, I've got this lady that I work with that she is like a baseball fanatic. Yes. Uh, Diana. And she, uh, like I even Instagrammed out a picture when mm-hmm. we got to go with our work team, got to go to a baseball game and we won. Yay. Go Royals. Um, <laughs> Anyway, but she I was telling her about the game and she's yeah. like, That sounds really neat. I'm so excited. I wanna I wanna play. And I was like, Well, I can tell you right now what you're not gonna like about it. She's like, What? I said, There's no kind of anything that represents nine innings. Like where were nine innings of anything? Nothing's no, nine. It wasn't that at all. It represents yeah. an entire baseball game. As a whole. That's weird. There was uh. eh? I thought it was fine. I liked it. I'm just saying. It was confusing because I'm already not you know, like I, the yeah. pinch hitter, that that was kind of okay. She was like, I told her about it, and she's like, oh, yeah, that totally makes sense. And I'm like, okay, then. <laughs> Good <laughs> team. Good job, developers. But the nine innings part, that's like the most basic thing. Well, three strikes, you're out is the most basic yeah. thing, I guess. Run the bases. Well, well I run. thought it was a fine representation. And it's even cooler because they go one more step deep in the strategy with slow, average, and fast runners as well. Yeah, and she, coming from a baseball expert, she thought that was amazingly cool. Like, I was able to explain it to her in, like, two seconds. And each one of those will react differently to other hits, or to their own hit and to other hits. Like, for Mm -hmm. instance, an average runner on second base, when you hit a single, automatically scores. Right. And a fast runner runs one more base than whatever hit you hit every single time. So if it says a fast runner goes on base and it's a single that they're generating, it's actually a double. Right. Super cool. Yeah. Yeah. And all that stuff I thought was really neat. I had a fun time playing. Like I said, this my only complaint. I don't know what kind of a complaint it is because it's not really, it didn't affect the gameplay at all. Yeah. It just was, that part didn't really represent baseball I thought to it me. was a fine representation. Really light game. Takes about 30 minutes to play. Mm-hmm. Two player head to head. It does longer than that for us. Yeah. But it does uh, It does include enough boards so you can do a four person tournament. But let me just be clear. This is a two player game. Okay. They are going to let you do a tournament that could involve up to four players at once or two games going at the same time. But that has nothing to do with the gameplay of the book. So like I'd be playing you. Matt would be playing Brianna. Yes. And then we'd switch and Loser would play loser yeah. just because. Ultimately, or... you're just shortening the time it takes for everyone to play. Oh, okay. So not necessary. But it, it, it's a two-player game. That's still kind of neat. That's almost like two games in one. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I thought it was good. I'm, I'm not disappointed at all. I got it now. I just got the normal version of this game. And there are a whole series, because they kickstarted this, I believe. There's a whole series of, of expansions out, and I did not delve into what those do. And, in, in fact, at the time that I bought mine... You could get the deluxe version that included all the expansions, which mm-hmm. I think online price is somewhere around five. Retail price is probably ten for the, each of these expansions. Uh, <clears throat> it was about sixty dollars for the game, and I think I got mine for twenty-eight. You know, hmm. so it was worth not buying all those because I think there's like four expansions or five expansions mm-hmm. at five bucks each. So it's about another another 20 25 dollars if you really want to go wild but I, ha- I had a really good time with the base box and didn't have to buy all the extra stuff yeah i definitely see us playing it again yeah why not it's fun it's a good one yeah now uh you did a little bit of playing at work right i did finally we haven't gotten to play a whole lot but yeah. uh, my friend angela and i we try and play at lunchtime breaks because uh, she works in a different department and can yeah. actually take lunch with me sometimes and so we'd asked uh for two-player recommendations mm-hmm. And I got to play one of them that uh, Glenn recommended, which we actually had already had. 
uh, called Archaeology. Yeah. We already owned that one, and we oh, actually, yeah. you and I had played it, but I kind of had forgotten about it, because it's such a tiny little game. It got in a drawer or something, and... Hey, Jingles. If you hear the jingly and the panting, that's our dog. We gotta send out a picture. She's so cute. Anyway. Never. <laughs> um, but yeah, we had a lot of fun, and we actually, you know, I take that back. We got ended up getting to play it twice. Like, two different lunchtime. Yeah. And it's in the last, like, month or something. But anyway, we played that same game twice. As I she recall, really this is a game where you have, uh, you're, you're doing set collecting. Yes. And you're collecting, like, there's, like... In there's a, a finite number of yeah, the artifacts. Up. Like, lower number tier, like, tier where you score less points or whatever. There's more cards so you can collect bigger sets. And then, ultimately, there's, like, some really high point cards that have just a couple in the whole deck. Isn't that right? Yeah, but you still have to have, like, pretty much all of them. Yeah. To score the highest points. Yeah. Because, like, if you only have two of the Pharaoh's Masks, then mm-hmm. you only get, like, eight points. If you have, like, five of them, then you get, like, 40 points or something crazy. But there's only, like, you know, eight in the whole deck. Or I mean, I, those aren't actually the correct numbers. Yeah. Because I never <laughs> can mm-hmm. remember the exact stats on anything. Yeah. Um, But it was fun. And, you know, it's also kind of cool because you've got, like, it's archaeology, so you're supposed to be able to collect stuff from the pyramid too <laughs> and you'll you've got your little pyramid set up and you'll have map cards that you can potentially collect and if you get just one map card then you can go into the temple and take like the three card set yeah. and, and add them to your to your hand and potentially get points off of those cards um if you get two maps then you can get the five cards if you get three maps you get the seven cards which is like <clears throat> the now mother this... load of of treasure yeah and this game it plays pretty quick yeah, yeah. It, you, we were able to play it twice in one game. lunch period. Yeah. And I remember this game's price point retail was like 15 bucks or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I don't that. think so it was very expensive. So it's pretty cheap. Yeah. And I, I, it's, it's a fairly solid game. Mm-hmm. It's, the setup is is a little long just yeah. because um, you've got like a thief card where you can steal from your opponent. Mm-hmm. And you've got sandstorm cards. So you have to discard half of your cards. Yeah. Um, and... To set up the game, you have to have those out of the deck to begin with, and then set up the majority of it, and then add those in, so you're shuffling twice, basically. Yeah. So it's a little bit longer set up than, mm. than uh, some other games, but it, it plays so quickly, it doesn't matter, and it's not a difficult setup, it just takes like an extra, you know, minute and a half. Yeah. So. Now, I also have... Uh... I also know that today is actually your birthday, and so I have to actually tell you happy birthday today. Thank you. Are we <laughs> pathetic that I'm like, yay, we're going to record on my birthday, and I don't care, that's not a bad thing? <laughs> what else are you supposed well, to do? Okay. And this is going to... this is No, this is going to be telling, though, in how long it takes for us to get our podcasts out there. Um, yeah. But today's actually Mother's Day, too. So shared holiday. For I you. know, I know. It's like those poor kids that have you know Christmas birthdays and Fourth of July birthdays. Yeah, you know, it's the same thing. Only, well, at Christmas, yeah, you just everybody's not even thinking about you, and I'm really sorry for those kids. But on Mother's Day, like you've, we end up taking our moms to lunch, yeah. and so I got to go to Outback, and that was fun. Oh boy! But I paid because <laughs> of the moms. <laughs> I know. So, but I got the rewards points on my credit card. Now, did so. you get anything good for your birthday? I got a lot of really fun games. What'd so I'm you excited. Get? Well, we celebrated my birthday yesterday, basically. Well, of course. So that it would actually be separate, and that was very special. Thank you, See? Fred. I know. Loving. <laughs> um, but you got me an apron that <laughs> has That's nothing right. to do with board games because I wanted one. It's to go with your vacuum. No. No. 
I don't do the vacuuming. <laughs> you do. You a vacuum. No, I'm way too allergic to the dog to even try and vacuum. That's your department. But Go you wanted it. an apron. I wanted the apron. I See? asked for it. He got, got me excited. exactly the one that I wanted right? because I like to. I'm trying to be a better baker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and flowers, man, it's it gets everywhere. So yeah, I asked for the apron. Has nothing to do with games, but anyhow, I just thought I'd put that out there because I really liked it. Um, and then I got uh, Morels. That's two player a game. two player game, and now it's funny because on that game they actually express that you not try to eat wild mushrooms. Right, they say that many of them <laughs> look like the mushrooms in this game and are deadly. Don't eat them. We can't not. We cannot take your blame. Two player game. Two player game. Um, Jaipur two player game also recommended by Glenn. Have not played it yet. Yeah, was going to buy it myself if I didn't get it for my birthday. I know. Um, the other one that I can't pronounce. Target. No. Targi. 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 Targi? T-A-R-G-I. It's the Eastern Indian version of Target. <laughs> As opposed to the French version, Target. I know. What? Close. Okay. Everybody makes the Target joke. I know. Eastern no, Indians I... don't get it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying stuff. Don't listen to me. I have no idea. It looks like a neat game. It's like... I didn't really get to look at it very long yet, though, because we yeah. were busy yesterday. Oh, you're excited. But it's another two-player game. Yeah, what else did you get? Um, Terra Mystica. <sighs> really excited about that one. That one, we've actually, you know, <laughs> been warned is tough, and it's not that good for two players. Well, it'll, it'll, we'll learn it, and then we'll make Matt and Brianna play it, and please stop crinkling I'm that. Gonna, I'm going to make you you're learn the rules. crinkle noises. I, and yes, you're going to make me learn the rules? <laughs> That's dangerous, sir. You need to know this. I know. Um, then, yeah. I got so much stuff. My I goodness, I got a lot of games. You must be popular. <laughs> I feel very loved. There you go. Um, I got the Agricola, uh, what's it called? The small... All Creatures Big and Small. Thank you. And it's a two-player. Hey! And the two-player version of Le Havre. The Harbor? Yeah. All right. So, I got all these great two-player games, which, you know, our collection was a little lacking in anyway. The two-player so, games, yes. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. A, I'm excited because I'll have them for work time, yes. lunches. One. And B, I'm excited two. because you and I, I like playing games with you. That, I know. That's good. So, some of these might have been kind of dual gifts in the end. I doubt it. Because you'll get to play them, too. I didn't buy them for me. That's good. How many of them would you say were theme over mechanics? Well, none. Okay, so they're all for you. <laughs> but you'll play them, right? Of course. Okay, thank I, you. I'll gladly beat you in whatever you want. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, something else we got uh, asked about was if we had played Scoville. we just done our Scoville episode a couple episodes back, and we, we were asked if we had played it with four and if it scaled correctly. And we did actually get it with four. We actually played a session with Matt and Brianna. Yeah. And found that, indeed, it... It's completely fine with four. Yeah. And, and it's it's balances out just fine. And I... Did I... I lost that game, didn't I? Yeah. See, I lose all the time. Oh, whatever. You lost, like, a time. <laughs> what? <laughs> but I lost that game, too. Was it to Matt? Did Matt win that Matt game? Matt won. Yeah, it's one of those shocking I things. did not anticipate I know. At Matt, all. you're getting so much better. But, I mean... <laughs> geez, I'm going to have to start putting you as my rival now, I think. Matt, as your rival? I don't think so. It's still it's Brianna. Fine. I think so. <laughs> All right. Uh, but yeah, we did actually get Scoville to, to the table with four, and it was fun. Yeah, it was, I it really still worked do great. Like that game. It balanced it's... out. I think the time didn't go up too dramatically to have two extra players. And... No. I mean, it's still a little bit of a thinker. You're still kind of, you yeah. know. But I, 
I don't know. I, I felt like on other people's turns, I was still kind of trying to plan what I was going to do. And I'm looking at all the other cards because yeah. not a lot. I mean, it's not like a lot of cards come out. So you can still, you can have like a couple different plans in place. Yeah. So you do have the ability to think things out without the entire board changing on somebody else's turn. So mm-hmm. that's definitely a benefit for that game. Yeah, so it, it, as far as the scalability of Scoville, absolutely scales, no problem. Yep. Doesn't add a ton of time and still, still felt very balanced mm-hmm. and, and still is a good game. For I sure. like it. Now, on the same note, we have another game update because we also played Alien, which is what is in our last episode. And we actually Did. played it again on our eighth try, and we actually beat the first movie. Didn't we? This isn't in my notes. No. <laughs> <laughs> we did play Aliens one... We played it our eighth time. It was a four-player game, and uh, <clears throat> the four-player game seems like it was supposed to be harder. Did we play that the same day as Scoville? Mm, I don't know. We went to dinner, and then we came back, and we went ahead and played Aliens. Oh, Okay. I think it was the same day as we played Power Grid, but that's a whole different thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, we we did play it, and we won it, and it was kind of funny. It was a fun ending because appropriately, like, if you've ever seen Aliens, there, there's a lot of, like, character deaths and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Sigourney Weaver's the hero. And in this case, I'm going to cast myself as Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> wow. <laughs> if only you could hear my eyes roll. <laughs> Nicole died. Matt got infected with a chest burster and had almost no cards in his deck and he was going to die. And Brianna died. And I told Brianna on her turn, I have a card that can cooperate with you, Brianna. But I'm not going to because it's not going to save you. You're dead. (laughs) And you went all by yourself? No, actually, Matt was still alive. I I, I saved Matt by winning before it got back to his turn. But then he immediately died, I'm sure. So, well, yeah. I don't know, but I launched the well, perfect organism. You're not surviving that. <laughs> I launched the perfect organism out of the airlock mm-hmm. and won the game for us. Because technically, we all you don't lose when someone dies in that game. You lose if you all don't achieve the die. actual. Yeah, you so all we all die. won, right? See, so even though you were dead, you won, right? I put that on your tombstone. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, the, I just like pepperoni. No, that's, that's a stupid that's, joke. <laughs> that's like the games we played. <laughs> this is pizza. But uh, and we also did something else, though. This We've been really pushing hard, and we've gotten through another five for five. All right. All right. Let's go through it again and make sure we got it. Count us off, Bill. One, two, three, four. This is a five for five update. All right. Well, we've completed yet another five for five, and we played, we actually completed three games. Last time you might remember that we completed two games. We completed uh, Rivals for Catan, and we completed a five game session of the the board game Myth. This time we started off and uh, completed Core Worlds. Now, we didn't just play Core Worlds. Did I just make a lot of noise? No. Okay, good. We didn't just play Core Worlds. We actually played Core Worlds with the Galactic Order expansion. Right. Now, this is this is one of these expansions that... I mean, Core Worlds is fun. It is. But that Galactic Order really does take it to a different level of strategy. Yes. It, it makes... It takes it from sort of like a, you know, just your average Dominion-y deck builder and makes it into this really dense experience, you know? And I think that honestly... It just gives you more to have to pay attention to, that's for sure. 
Well, yeah. I mean, and it gives you it gives you a ton of more cards because all those oh, yeah. all those little cards with the symbols on them and stuff were, mm-hmm. were going into there. And a lot of your cards that are in your base set are built for that. So obviously, I, I mean, I'm not making any accusations, but this this <laughs> expansion, but they knew. This expansion was ready to go at release of the base game, and they just held off, probably for price point reasons, not releasing it until after the fact. They just removed that, that, you know, richness from the game until you bought the expansion. Now, there's another expansion out called, like, Revolution or something like that. Yeah, I think so. we don't have that. No. But we did play with both. I read about it a little bit, and you read it to me, or I don't know. It seemed like it'd be okay. I don't know. Yeah. It didn't seem like... It didn't feel like I necessarily needed it. Yeah. But if I... Having played the Galactic Order, I I, I don't know that I'd ever play just the base game again. Yeah. I, I really like the, the expansion <clears throat> with that. So. Now, as I said, this game is a deck-building game in the same vein as Dominion or Thunderstone or something similar to that. Mm-hmm. And you have you both have for the most part the same cards at the start. However, we you get to do a drafting mechanic at the start of this game to change a couple of your cards out, and uh, you also have a unique hero in each one of your decks that gives you like an, a special ability to your you know only given to your faction. Right. And that makes it you know that basically gives you an, an asymmetric setup at the start. So it's a little bit you know, everybody has a different start, and I'm gonna say. This game is dense. <laughs> I didn't think it was quite as dense as you thought it was. Really, really dense. I mean, you... This this game, I'm not no. even going to kid you. The two of us were playing games in about, I'd say, 75 to 90 minutes on average. Mm-hmm. And they were rough games. You, the, you've got a pile of mathematics that you have to do every turn to figure out what's your best decision. You know? Because you're you you're, you're adding up land because every, every turn you're you're generating units and you're you're putting units out on the board that are cards represented by cards and they represent they have like a you know either a land <laughs> attack value Excuse or me. an air attack value and yeah then you're using those cards that are already played in order to conquer worlds as well and the worlds and units that are available for purchase are cycling every turn based on you know because they can only remain out for two turns before they go off the table. They have tur- two the ones that you're to going to yeah. purchase and or invade. Yeah. And, right. and, of course, units don't really gain you points. They can, but for the most part, they don't. For the most part, you're buying worlds the with these with these two attributes. Obviously, they say ca- conquering worlds, but you're basically using these points to buy these worlds, and they have a point, like a cost, that's based in air support and ground support. And you're buying cards to do that. And then you're adding worlds, and adding worlds gives you more buying power well, it gives you more, yeah, energy, and energy is used to buy things mm-hmm. um, and to put them into play yeah. once you own them, it too. It is dense. I mean, I'm sure that just listening to me explain that, it made sense to Nicole because she's played five games in a row with me, but it is dense. You will be sitting there on one turn, and you're trying to decide when you should buy a card in the middle because you have to have that card or it's going to help the other player too much. And you've got this much energy to spend, and you have to save some of that energy because when you try to defeat this world, you have to use this card that's on the table and this other card on the table and this tactic card in your hand, and you have to combine all that energy together and plus the the one energy it takes and an action it takes to go into the planet. I mean, it's it's really complex. I don't know. Okay, so 
when we first got this game, we got it the first time we went to Gen Con. Yeah. And the guy teaching it was the guy who designed yeah. it, wasn't it? It was Andrew Parks. Right. So he ran it through like the first round mm-hmm. and everybody picked up on it well enough that he was like, no, you guys got this. Yeah. And he went on his merry way to do whatever he it, it That doesn't did. matter because I will tell you that in, in round one, your decisions are almost nothing. Yeah, but you get the 10, concept of it pretty like, easily. In round 10, there's like, you got a, a nosebleed. You're so trying so hard. So you're not so saying hard. that it's difficult to to catch on. It's just difficult to plan out what you want to do. I'm just saying if your brain will be tired at the end of this game. Because you're doing so many calculations and so much mathematics to try to figure out what the best possible move is all the time and to try to figure out if you can do this and, you know, get this planet and what what troops you need to play and what's the most efficient way to get there. It For a guy like me, it burns my brain up. Hmm. Must have really burned you up the two out of three times that I actually won. It did every single time. (laughs) It always does. You, You... Or my eternal rival. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> no, but, but, I mean, I don't know. Because, yeah, I mean, cat's out of the bag. Fred won three to my two games. Mm-hmm. But I didn't feel like it was quite that brain-burning. But then again, maybe that's why I lost more than you did. So, oh, I just, I have, I, I like it. I think it's, I think it's a good game. And it's, I thought. It's a fine game. It's I, not... I think maybe I focused, and maybe that's part of my strategy mm-hmm. being wrong, is I focused more just on me gaining points yeah. than trying to do something that would sabotage you. Because I'm not mean like that. Well, I have to sabotage you at the same time. <laughs> or else you'll win five out of five. That won't ever happen. I've tried my hardest or else I won't win the, the competition. But anyways, it definitely, it's, it's a solid game. Yeah. There's, there's no true flaw in this other than it really hurts your brain after a while that's fun i like it (laughs) but uh we also played a game called d-day dice this time that we completed our fifth game of that right now this is a game once again we bought directly from the developers of that i don't know who that what their name were i forgot the boxes in the other room. Doesn't matter. Nope, the boxes upstairs now the reason i put it up is because this one didn't go so well for us yeah we finished it now, D-Day Dice, you are, you've got this little map, and it's billed as a cooperative dice-rolling game where you storm beaches or bunkers in different, a variety of areas, and it's a World War II-themed uh, game. D-Day, right. And... <clears throat> You're rolling your dice to either yeah. gain troops, courage so that you can keep pressing on, stars so that you can recruit new uh, soldiers and yeah. or specialists... Mm-hmm. And, or tools, like item points, so that yeah. you can uh, buy different items. Buy different items. Uh, but then there's also a little skull that you can roll. And if you roll that, then it cancels out one of yeah. your other dice. In the so final roll. That's kind of a bad thing, yeah. And, and this is another, this is a Yahtzee mechanic die right. game. And you <clears> you roll your, is it five dice? Or no, six. You six roll dice. six dice, and you got two sets of red, white, and blue. And when you get a combination of red, white, and blue in one symbol, you get a bonus get a effect bonus. that gives right. you like more guys or more courage or et cetera, you know, more item points, whatever. The problem with this game is it says it's cooperative and it's got very little cooperative elements. Like yeah. as I'm co- 
cooperating with you. I mean, there's there's some kind of certain cards that that we can kind of use back and forth. Well, but you for the can most trade part, them if you're in the same spot or something, which yeah. I don't think we ever even bothered doing. We tried it one time. It didn't really. It didn't we never help. used it. Yeah. But ultimately, we we kind of figured out that this game is just a solo game, and since you both lose if the other player dies, why would you play together? And then when you involve it like a dice game, where you're moving up this beach, and as you move up this beach from sector to sector, the difficulty gets harder, and how many guys you lose every turn gets harder, and you know, we played out the mathematics on, and I mean, I know there's different (laughs) strategies. There's different. You've got you have to buy specialists. You have to buy vehicles if you have the option, but. Just for giggles, we went ahead yeah. and ran through like the eighth board or something and maxed out. Like, if I were a magical roller and just rolled the perfect roll every time to get the most possible troops and yet mm-hmm. kind of gain the other things that I, I have to have in order to progress, like the courage and the, the, you sometimes you have to have a particular specialist, so you have to have the stars. Mm-hmm. If I rolled just enough to cover those and everything else was dedicated to troops. It was mathematically impossible to beat the level. Yeah. Just without, you know, without getting, like, completely specialized things. And by the time you get yeah. these enough points to get those, mm-hmm. you're, like, dead anyway. Now, in this game, you have uh, usually, like, usually each beach is broken up into four tiers and then multiple sections per tier. And each tier takes a certain number of guys away from you per turn per turn and sometimes you get to stay sometimes you have to move on and you're rolling uh you know another variable is machine gun fire in certain sectors so a sector will say i take six guys from you and then you have to roll a d6 and take that many more yeah and you're only able to get i mean on a really good turn maybe 12 to 14 guys Mm-hmm. That's a really, really good roll. Yeah, so and, the sector's and, already going to take six, and then you roll a six, yes. which you did, like, every single time. And there's, like, ones where there's, like, 18 is the defense of the sector. Yeah, and, like, you're not going to get more than, like, ten yeah. troops on a good roll. And, and we even looked up strategies on Board Game Geek, and they said, oh, well, you need a turtle shell down here, down in these lower ones, and stay for the full, th- like, three turns that you can stay as the uh-huh. maximum on any space, and stay for the full three turns, and then move move up after you've gained a bunch of specialists, because they, they mitigate the losses a lot better than just buying troops, you know, right. getting troops. But still, just rolling those perfect rolls to get everything yeah. you need... And and it's when you rough. yeah and when you need to flip that switch over and have the perfect rolls the other way it doesn't come and the game's mm-hmm. over yeah I just, and then if your partner's having a good game you can screw it all yeah. up in the end <laughs> so. in the end we won one game and lost four times which I know is not outrageous for a, a co-op game but I will say well, that this is so won? mechanically transparent that. We didn't want to play this anymore. <laughs> yeah, and the the one game that we actually won was uh, the very first map, which yeah. is like the you know baby step. Here's how you play map. Mm-hmm. So okay, fine, that makes sense. Which is what they had us play, and then we thought yeah. that's a pretty cool game. And then we get into the harder maps and discover this is kind of broke. Yeah. So you know, and in in all fairness, we did not play it. I did not play it as a single player. Just yeah. a solo match with all the little strategies to see if it got better. Yeah. But I don't really feel like it. It's not yeah. that... This I don't is, know. This is a solo game masked as a multiplayer game. And I'm still just of the opinion, if I'm going to play a game by myself, it's probably going to be a video game. In fact, the guy who sold it to me at Gen Con actually said to me, I really like playing this 
just by myself while I'm watching TV. Yeah. That's what he said. And I can totally see that. Yeah. You I know? can see that. But we did I think play, that's the only uh, way to get it done. We did play one more game to complete our five for five. We played Among the Stars. Yes. Now, this was a, a big game that was released, I think, last summer. Maybe even at Origins last year. I don't know. Is it that new? I thought it was older than that. Mm-mm. Came out last year. Huh. Uh, this is this is a game <clears throat> uh, by Stronghold Games, and it's a uh, imported game. Another one he licensed and brought over here. And this is a... This was, you know, presented to me like it was Seven Wonders. They said it was like Seven Wonders only good or better. But Seven Wonders For is two good. players. Yeah. Well, it does play two players. For two players to play. Well, Seven Wonders, they get that weird fakey <clears throat> player thing well, so going does on. this. Not like it, not like Seven Wonders does. Yeah. But it, talk about this one. Well, this yeah. one, this one again. You're drafting cards. It has the same draft where you have a, you have a hand of cards every turn, and you pick one, and then you pass it to the next player. Is how the game is played. Now, in our two player variant, you had to pick one, discard one, and then pass those to the next player. Right. And on your turn, you're playing these. Th- what you're doing in this game is you're building a space station and and just putting down cards that generate points in some very you know varying way, either right now or at the end of the game, based on how many of these certain cards you have in in front of you in your tableau. And you build this space station tableau in front of you and score points at the end of the game, and then you're done. Mm-hmm. Now, this game has the same sort of elegance to me that Seven Wonders does. Of it's a very complex point system. And there's a lot of point generating and, and thought about about uh, you know what's going to come up next and where stuff goes and tile what works placement. With what? Yeah, <clears throat> it's got a bit of settler like uh, not settlers of Catan but uh, Carcassonne in it too, where you're trying to make sure you place stuff in specific areas because at the end of the game, if these are within three of these and right. this is not within two of those, then, then it leads for extra points. Yeah. So there's a lot of thought to tile placement, and it's it's kind of a combination of those two. I think Seven Wonders and Carcassonne together. See, but there's I no worker was... placement like uh, Carcassonne is the only difference. No. Just tile placement. It reminded me, too, of uh, <coughs> Infinite Cities. Yeah. It was so. like like that, too, yeah. Yeah, and it's got the same little square cards. Yeah. and uh, Which is kind of a pain in the butt to shuffle. Yeah. But... Well, these are better than that, because the Infinite Cities are tiles. They're actual tiles. Yeah. Those are a real pain in the butt to <laughs> shuffle, because you can't shuffle a tile. These are at least actual cards. But this one, this one, uh, I mean... I thought Among the Stars was really good. I liked it. You know, you score points, and uh, you do have special aliens, which we can talk about, too. Uh, you had these alien <laughs> powers, these special alien races you could play that They're are included like with the game. And, and they have, like, some special ability that the other guy doesn't have. Yeah. And it makes that game more asymmetrical. I think they're not good. Well, some of them, like, I don't know. Well, some of them were, like, one of them that I had was... Uh, you, you play it over four years, basically, mm-hmm. so four rounds. Well, yeah. once per year, you could steal the other person's cards. Like, well, not steal them, but look at the other person's cards, steal one of them, and then give them one of yours. So one that you thought was junk, you just yeah. give to them, and then one that's really awesome for them, mm-hmm. you take. And you could do that four times, which, yeah. you know, you're kind of both going for some of the same. You, you do have a combined objective to get some bonus points. Yeah. Um, and you can see what they're playing, so you kind of know, hey, if they want red cards, then taking this red card might be a good idea. So you can kind of screw them over like that. Mm-hmm. So that one wasn't too bad. But then there was one where you got, like, three extra dollars per year. Yeah. But one of the things that you're able to do is if you cannot play one of your cards, or if you just choose not to, you can discard it and gain $3. Mm-hmm. 
And yours made it so you couldn't do yeah. that. All you could do was you could still discard it, but you're not getting anything back for it. Yeah. And that one was kind of a crappy card. It was because it wasn't it, helpful. What did we figure out? It, it kind of, you know, it ended up kind of messaged you up two different ways. Yeah, you generated like maybe an extra dollar. Yeah. Over the whole thing because I didn't really need to sell too many cards. Yeah. But that was, I mean, there's other rounds where I've but sold there was, a ton of cards. But there was plenty of rounds where I couldn't play the cards I had because I'd run out of money. And all I all I could do was discard them. Right. So, so you get nothing. Instead of getting $3 for discarding them, I get nothing. Yeah. And so it hurts you that way. Plus, if you just wanted to sell something and generate money instead of, you know, playing when you don't want to, it, it won't let you do that either. Yeah. <clears throat> I think we found out that I, w- I lost like $15, which is significant in that game. Yeah. When you're talking about a $40 is what you get over the course of the whole game without selling cards. $15 is huge. 30. You only get 30. Oh, yeah. Well, no, you get... You you get 10 to begin with. Oh, yeah, four years. Never mind. Math. (laughs) So you get $40 for the whole game, and $15 is quite a bit. Yeah. That's well over 30%. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, I don't know. So we thought it... But when we played it, we played it five times. Well, here's the other thing on that, though. We played it as a two-player game. Yeah. We did not get a chance to play this as a four-player game. Correct. With the four players, yeah. I can see where those aliens would be more, more beneficial and, and more interesting. Yeah, and there's a few cards that are definitely like, you know, that are going to benefit from yeah. having four so players Yeah, so if your opponents don't have, if none of them have this one particular, mm-hmm. like, green rooms, then you will get extra points based yeah. on that. And and I can and there's also dispute cards. Yeah, so, we didn't play the direct... We didn't do those either. Confrontation ones. Yeah, because we just felt like with mode. yeah with two players. I mean, it's one thing to be aggressive with four players, and it kind of balances out, mm-hmm. you know, or everybody teams up on Fred or whatever, which is always kind of fun. Um, <laughs> I'll kill you. <laughs> but in a two-player game, it's just I start feeling bad because if you start to just blatantly, obviously lose a game, you yeah. get grouchy. So then I'll just back off because I'll fight you. I know it's sad <laughs> fighting a little girl like me. <laughs> Yeah, here's the good news, is that we played it five times, and you took three of the five I games. took three of five. See, because I win every time. Well, except for those three. <laughs> but the last one, <laughs> oh, here's the real kicker. Oh, The kick last it. game, yeah. we tied, and we had to go to the tiebreaker. That's right. And if it had been the normal tiebreaker that it always is of whoever has the most money in the end wins, yep. Fred would have won. Yep. But it wasn't. It was whoever has the most locations played on their tableau wins. And that was me. See? So I almost didn't win. <laughs> it's complete shenanigans. If they'd have done the normal tiebreaker, I would not have won. Now, added uh, these three games, two rivals of Catan and Myth, what would you say your your ranking is from uh, best or worst to best, let's okay. say, well, on my... this five for five? We'll just go through them five and then four. Okay. And, you know. Number... No, I'm no. not going to do that. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I, hey, I'm a good girl. I will give props, but I'm not going to steal somebody's shtick. Um, but my, my least favorite yeah. was D-Day Dice. That was my least favorite. Number it five was, was D-Day Dice. Yeah. Not good. Um, my number four least. In fact, least... it's on our sell list. Just so you guys If anybody's know. interested in it. <laughs> it's going for 20 bucks. If you like to play in front of the TV, is it going for 20 bucks? I don't know. I haven't decided We'll have yet. to take a look. Don't quote us on that. Close to that. <laughs> Probably. But then, you know, they'll be shipping. So we'll see. Yes. We'll talk about that later. Email us if you're interested. Um, <laughs> number four for me was Myth. Really? Number four for me was Rivals for Catan. Really? I swept you and I just didn't care. 
I had fun with it. And uh, I, I had fun with myth, but it's yeah. just the epicness of it. It's just... <laughs> and the, the rules. <laughs> we will play it again when you yeah. finally get all your fancy little replacement Whatever. parts and pieces. No, I'm not going to... I'm going to invite Matt over. No, no, no. We'll play because no I, I want a second shot at no. enjoying this game because I can <laughs> see it has some potential to it. But yeah, it got number four just because it was kind of... What's your number three? My number three was Among the Stars. Really? Because yeah. my number three was Core Worlds. Aww. In your face. That's so sad. You're lucky it wasn't four. You hated it that much. <laughs> it hurt my brain when I was done. You need to do more brain exercises. No. <laughs> Quick, give me ten push-ups. No. No? No way. Okay. Well, my number two... Yeah? Rivals of Catan. Really? Mine was Among the Stars. Huh. <laughs> and I even lost. Here's Okay, here's why what? I put Rivals above Among the Stars, though. With the variations and what you get in the base set, Yeah. Rivals had a lot more variations. You had, like, the three different... Uh, Season decks or whatever Yeah, like the Ages decks yeah. that you could do. Uh -huh. So you could do one of them, you could do another of them, you could do mm -hmm. all of them, you could do none of them. And it really seemed to give the, the game more diversity. Yeah. And I like that. With Among the Stars, I felt like after five games of it, I felt like if we don't have an expansion, uh, other than playing with more people, mm -hmm. it's kind of just going to be the, another game of the same thing. <clears throat> Really, you know, I, there was no more. I mean, there's definitely I no Among more the discovery stars because it it just gave <clears throat> me just enough like thinking without killing my brain. Yeah, I would definitely want more expansions for it because I need more cards than that. So, what does that mean? Your number one is well, Core Worlds. I love number it. one. The game that you weren't trying half as hard as I was to beat. <laughs> you were gonna <laughs> put I could tell. Myth, no matter what. Myth is awesome. It's broken it's getting fixed oh my goodness i had a good time playing myth myth's my game it's, yeah it's it's cool yep and i like i, I like didn't kickstart it again because i didn't like it well i again, like it i i actually purchased core worlds with my monies yeah you didn't i did so it's probably a given that i was gonna like it more than you i know so now this is, uh does complete our is it third five or five or fourth third i think i don't know doesn't matter. We're not keeping track of that part I know we're of gonna it. Knock them out. That's right. So uh, obviously that means that there's a new list on its way. Yes, but we have not picked that new list, so you'll have to tune in next time. <laughs> always sing. I'm that. so sing song right now. <laughs> I don't know. And I have like I'm tone deaf practically. So, <laughs> but here's the good news: is uh, as you know, we've actually got another question. Can you believe that? It's exciting. <laughs> Guess what? Uh, we do have answers to your questions. Uh, Glenn has wrote <laughs> us again. We now, love Glenn. I know. Glenn, uh, we, we just warned Matt personally the other day. Yesterday. That you're just about taking his position as favorite. Although Glenn 
Matt did give me a birthday present. I didn't even get a phone call from you. No, I don't even know you, so <laughs> please don't like stalk us. Do not. But, but feel free to email us. Now he did. Uh, but he... feel free to get your friends to listen and send questions too. So we do you, or send your, have your wife do it. We don't know her name. That's right, Glenda. <laughs> Glenda. Glenda. Oh, man. Uh, Glenn wrote us and asked, uh, do you guys have a board game that you thought would be a sure home run but struck out with you guys? And what about vice versa, a game that you picked up on a whim but went and went but went over really well? So something you didn't think was going to be good. What did you something think? Something I didn't think was going to be good? Yeah, I mean, he mentioned that his strike well, was we a curricula. Other, right. No, I thought you were doing the, oh, I got mine backwards. I was going to do the, my, what my. Well, no, no. But I thought it was going to be good. He mentioned like his strikeout was Agricola. And I mean, obviously we, we actually enjoyed Agricola pretty well, but, uh, he felt like it was like a race for population, which is kind of true. And, uh, his surprise hit was Citadels, which is a game we haven't played because we were informed that Libertalia is a Citadels replacement. I still would like to try Citadels. Mm -mm. It's a two player though, right? I'm going to say no. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's two players Maybe or not. I'll... I think it's three. Will you play it if I get it? Jeez. Oh, yes. Maybe. You'll think about it. You'll play it once. Sorry, my elbow hurts. My arm's so twisted. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so, so let's talk about home runs. Well, no, What's let's a home talk run? About, no, what was your flop? Oh, what was the strikeout? What did you think was going to be awesome that was total stink? Um, I think ghost stories. Was my biggest flop. Yeah. You know why? Because I bought it for you. No. Because it really, whenever I read reviewers and I hear other people do reviews, it starts feeling like I'm the only one who hates this game. No, I'm with you. And but I that's why hate we're so that good together. Is that the one you picked? That is not what I picked. Oh, but I mean, I I hate ghost stories. I know. We've I don't. We've I don't feel it at all. I just don't like it. I know. It's so pretty, though. And, it, and everyone talks it up so big, and you're so sure that this is going to be exactly what it is, and you know it's cooperative, you know it's supposed to be hard, and then you just, it, it seems like... And then you just suck at it. No. Well, it seems like it's in the same vein as, as that D-Day dice, where it's just, it's so No, other people ble- yeah. beat it. I, they just, they're getting something out of it, we're not. Oh, I don't like it. Okay, well, my flop was Smash Up. Huh. But I say that mm-hmm. with a condition. I the first time I played it, yeah, was with four players, mm-hmm. and I really didn't like it. You didn't yes. think it was all that great either, but people we kept played talking. It, they had it on. Demo you liked it better than I did. Gen Con, and we played it. And it was just it was kind of novel, but yeah. But you liked it better than me. you liked it well enough to go ahead and actually buy it. I was like, "Are you kidding me? Why?" <laughs> and then everybody loved it, loved it, loved it, and so I played it again with just you. Mm-hmm. I had a good time. Yeah, but then I played it with we played it with Matt and Brianna. Mm-hmm. And I hated it. Again, yeah. I freaking hate that game That's with the, four players. I hate it. <laughs> the problem is with two players, it's this very cerebral experience of trying to fight each other using the powers of your deck. And really trying to balance these 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 uh, control points on the table. Whereas when you're playing four players, it's so chaotic, you don't even try. I don't even bother. I don't even care it who turns I beat. In, it takes it from being a game into just an activity where you just hope that maybe you have a chance of scoring points the next time it's your turn. That's kind of how it feels. I really just... It, I agree with it. I Smash don't, up is better with two people. Yeah. So with two people, it's not quite... But for for, for group, oh gosh, I hated it. Hated it. Whoa. <laughs> but the one that I was most surprised about mm-hmm. that didn't go over well mm-hmm. at a group was uh, Lost Legends. 
Because oh. you and I, we we tried. We played a lot of games at Gen Con when we got to go. Well, we we loved it. We thought it was a super good time. I still think it's a good time. And I do too. It, but we, we Matt, played it twice, haven't we, with them? Or did, no, we just no, played it once. we just played it the once, and Matt hated it, and Brianna probably died, or I don't know. It was. They, yeah, she had a bad they first round. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She she was out in like the first round because mm-hmm. she couldn't do anything. She couldn't get enough yeah. points. Or I it just went over like it's another Whoa. card drafting game where you equip heroes and then you fight monsters after you've spent all your resources and drafted cards. You know, with the limited that you have into your, in front of yourself that represents your character. And then you go in and fight monsters and find out that, oh, well, so-and-so just passed the wrong monster to me, and I just died. So yeah. now I don't get any points yeah, or didn't. any cool stuff next time either. But I still like it. Mm-hmm. Can we play that one two-player? Did we play we with did. other I found people a there? Variant. I found a variant was that for what it was? Players. Last time I okay. played it, we played it two players, and it worked. It, it's been a while since we got to play yeah. it. So, But I, I it, that one's, like, again, better. It just didn't go over well with others, so, uh, and I thought they would like it. I thought they would like it a lot. What's one that you didn't... What was a home run, though, that you didn't think was going to be that good? No, you do yours first. Why? Because... Because you're, you're, you're thinking it's going to be the same? I don't know. It might be. I know what yours is. What? Do you want me to guess? Guess. Seasons. No. Dang. We haven't even gotten to bring that to the table with anybody <laughs> but you and me. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, then I didn't guess it. Okay. So mine well, is, I can't uh, guess yours. Uh, I'm going to say... You <clears throat> thought it was going to be a flop. One of them, one of them, I didn't think was going to be a flop. I mean, I, I never buy games if I think they're going to be a flop. That's a problem. I, I mean, I, I buy <laughs> stuff like on a whim where I say that might be good. That's what he's talking about. You know, one right. would naturally buy a flop. So, <laughs> well, I'm a weirdo then. <laughs> like for instance, uh, one of them that that's that was I'm going to do two because mm-hmm. I love to cheat. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> uh, Edo was one that was pitched to me that that I, that I was shocked at how much better it was than I thought it was going to be. Oh, because good. I really like Dungeons & Dragons theme, and Edo was pitched to me as the uh, next next progressive game in difficulty or complexity after Lords of Waterdeep. And it, I think it is. And it plays just as good as Waterdeep, if not better. That's a really good game, yeah. yeah. And it shocked me. But that's not the one that, that was like the one that I thought was going to be not that great. It, it honestly is our last game that we did, our last episode. Legendary Aliens. You know, I almost chose that. I, I didn't, because I believe Legendary Marvel is a good game, but not a great game. Yeah. But the re-theme is amazing. <clears throat> it's so much dramatically better than the game it's based off of. I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I agree with that. So that's that's the one. I'm going to say Legendary Alien aliens i came really close to saying that the reason i didn't say that Mm -hmm. is because it was on our last episode and i'm really trying to branch out and talk about new things all right (laughs) i don't want to like beat that poor dead horse so but i'm absolutely just just so you know i'm totally in agreement with you it's the only way to get it to drink (laughs) (laughs) so my hit Mm -hmm. atmosphere that game, okay, oh, this yeah. is an old, crappy VHS plan. Is it? Oh, is it? Okay, it's a DVD version. Yeah. They had a VHS version too, um, but it's like a roll and move kind of game. With, oh, it's crappy. Oh yeah, it's horribly crappy, and I knew it was going to be horribly crappy. Mm-hmm. But you've got the DVD of the the the, the gatekeeper, gatekeeper who comes up periodically uh-huh. and interrupts your game and whatever you're doing you have to stop and go yes gatekeeper 
if it's your turn or whatever. And I was thinking, you know, you start the game, like prepping it Mm -hmm. by putting your worst fear into the well in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) The well of fears. Yeah. And you you spend the rest of the game trying to collect keys. Trying to get keys, yeah, so that you can open the well. And then... uh, And all you're hoping for at the end is that you draw yours. Oh, you, so you are, face you your to, own fear. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. You you're do want to your face own? your fear. Because <laughs> you scramble all the little pieces of paper. Mm-hmm. It's outrageous. It's a 60-minute game that they time it's out. Timed, so. and, and, you know, the DVD one, I think unlike the VHS one, actually is randomized. Oh, yeah. The DVD one is randomized. Like, the VHS ones are a one-time-through. Like, well, yeah, because we it has to one. be. It's start to finish. We have a Star Trek one that just plays a VHS, but the DVD one actually scrambled up chapters. It was really cool. Yeah. And as long as as long as everybody gets into it, and you do actually like punish people for not saying yes, gatekeeper, mm-hmm. when they're supposed to and stuff, it's fun. What he's calling you maggots and <laughs> it's so much lowest fun. form of life and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's a hoot, yeah. and it's actually become kind of a, a Halloween tradition for us that we try and play yeah. it at, at least every other year, if not every year. Yeah, it's fun. And uh, what was your fear that first year? I, I don't know. This is the only one I don't remember. This was this was pre Brianna days too when I we got it was like this game. Working weekends. I think it was just work in general, working yeah. overtime or something because you work so stinking much. <laughs> yeah. And you won that game. You got to the end and I you don't picked feel like your I own won any game. You picked your own fear. <laughs> Mine was feet. <laughs> and, yeah. And poor Matt was uh, Drew Barrymore is <laughs> his biggest fear. <laughs> Ridiculous. So that's a lot of fun. That game, if you ever see it like at an antique store or something, I, mm-hmm. I recommend grabbing a copy of it and just goof with your friends. Or the VHS ones. They're still fun. Yeah, the VHS ones are still cool. And all the VHS cool. ones are, you can but find the videos. But it's not atmosphere. It's something else, isn't it? It There's was nightmare. There's tons of them, baby. But if you find one of these VHS games, they're they're all similarly kind of crappy, but they're short enough and they're themed enough that it's still kind of fun. And all the videos are on YouTube. Yeah. So you don't have to pull out a VHS player. You can just play them on, on YouTube. Our DVD still works, so. Of course. <laughs> <clears throat> but enough about that. Thanks for writing in, Glenn. <clears throat> and uh, anybody else wants to write in, don't forget that we do have answers. Now, And you can reach us at Fred at Talk About Board Games <laughs> or Nicole at Talk About Board Games. And Nicole is N-I-C-O-L-E in case you're spelling it wrong and I'm just not getting your emails. <laughs> okay. Um, people love me. No. <laughs> now this week... We did play a game with an eight-year-old, and he seemed to learn it. He was barely eight. He, like, turned eight the day before we played. By mm-hmm. definition, that's an eight-year-old. And uh, <laughs> he seemed to learn it really well. And now we're also uh, talking about, now this week, uh, what other games do you think are designed for adults but enjoyable and attainable for children? All these games Nicole, what about that? What game do you think is entertaining for adults and children and completely attainable by children? I had a really hard time with this. Just, now, this just includes our collection. You don't have to go I off looked, our collection. Well, I know, but I didn't... Well, I kind of... Today's my birthday. Yeah? <laughs> I kind of goofed off a little bit okay. when we got some lunch and forgot about this part of mm-hmm. the podcast that we we're recording tonight. Yeah. Today, this afternoon, right so now. So what did you do? So I looked through our collection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have done? kids. Yeah. We have a dog. The dog doesn't play games, so although she's cute. Um 
So I, I, I had a hard time. I don't... You I didn't come up with anything. Well, I came up with Mice and Mystics. Yeah. But that's only because Eric Summer talks about well, we it. We haven't even played that to know yet. No, we played like a trial of it at, at Gen Con, and that's it. So it was fun then. Oh, well. okay, and, so... I, and it's supposed to, he loves it with his kid. So I don't know. Well, and then we have Create, Creationary. That's a kid's game. Okay, here's some that, that, I, that I came <laughs> I, up with. I don't okay. Know. One, and this might be beyond them, and you'll just have to slap me in the face if it is. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! Okay, and <laughs> if it doesn't, oh, the, sorry, uh, I jumped the this gun. Is, this is escape the curse of the temple. Hmm. Hmm. You're just rolling. Basically, just think How about. How old like, are you supposed to be on that one? What's it say? I don't. I didn't look. That thing. I looked at all that stuff because every time I thought, oh, that one. Oh no. Well, not here's that a good one. thing. Even if the kids get it wrong, you could just let them get it wrong. You're well, it's cheat. not like anybody's going to policing him. Be well, no, because him. you roll so much, you're playing your own game until you yell at everybody in that game. Yeah. This game is like a. Uh, it's a timed game. It's ten minutes. You roll dice frantically, trying to get matching symbols of different types. That lead you to other rooms and let you pick up artifacts from other rooms. And you're trying to gain a certain number of artifacts and get out of the temple. Find the exit to the before temple and get out before the 10 minutes is up. Right. And it it is expertly designed to take... I mean, when you win, it takes pretty much nine minutes and something seconds yeah. at, at the very least yeah to finish this so i mean obviously there'll be stories where someone's like i beat it in six minutes and it's like oh i guess you here's your medal wait there's not a medal but the uh, <laughs> so mean i know but the uh that's what i think that they could probably pull off i what age kid are we talking here i don't know are we we're talking lucas let's say eight-year-old lucas sure. okay i think he, he could pull it off he could probably You'd probably want to watch him, like, do one round or something, yeah. just to make sure he was picking up yeah. what you were laying down. But that's a potential, guys. right? Yeah, yeah, I can see potentially. It's super stressful, though, so some it's kids are going to be like, some kids are going to finish it up and be like, I didn't like how much we were yelling at each other, and you'll just be like, look, you better play again or I'm going to yell at you for real. <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't say that. That's not what you do. But the uh, the other one I came up with is in the same kind of category of adult game. Let me guess, let me guess. Go ahead. The Adventurers. No. Oh, I, I almost said that one. Castle Panic. I almost said you that. You draw one too, a chip. You you just. I mean, I could coach them through it so easy. You I, could quarterback them right through it. Well, if that's what you're going to do, well, just no, say I, pandemic. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have to quarterback them. I could say, "What card do you want to play, Billy?" Lucas. <laughs> Lucas. <laughs> I could. I mean, I guarantee I could get Lucas through Castle Panic. No sweat. Yeah. I didn't pick that one. That I don't one, know. You're, you're right. That'd probably be I'm dead on. I on bet that he'd one. like it. Yeah, he's a smart kid. It's too. a good one. Uh, and of course, we do have one more that's not designed for uh, adults, but is still fun for adults. This is on the flip side of it. What what's this designed for adult game or designed for children's? It's still fun for adults that we have. Oh my gosh, we got like a ton. Well, I mean, the one I came up with was Talk Talk Woodman, oh, also wow. known as Click Clack Lumberjack. <laughs> We've got that. We've got that creationary Lego yeah. game. Oh, we've yeah. That's got, um, we've got the game of life. We've got the Pirates of the Caribbean game of life. We've got. That one's terrible. Uh, <laughs> We're yeah, never going to review terrible. it on our, our podcast, but. It wasn't good. No. It didn't fold it. You had to take it apart to get it back in the box. I know. It was bad. Bad design. Looked oh, well. kind of cool, but. Eh. Well, either way, there's some ideas for, uh, 
for, for games kids. that you could potentially play with children that you might already own in your collection. If someone is True. not coming over because they have an eight-year-old or something like that, maybe they should just go ahead and bring them over anyways. Might be fun. So that brings us to the game that we did a playthrough review this week. The following is a true recount of a board gaming session. It is not merely a conversation. It contains the actual sounds of components, success and failure, and in-the-moment emotions from the incident itself. The archivists of this audio would like to remind the faint of heart that the people involved are not rules experts, did not design the game, and do not always play nice. No one was murdered in the playing of this game. So we did play King of Tokyo. Now, King of Tokyo is a dice-rolling area control game for two to six players. Each player will choose a monster character and roll their way to victory by either uh, being the first to gain 20 victory points or the last to remain standing. So first, let's talk about the dice. During the first step of their turn, a player will roll six dice, Yahtzee style. Now, if you've never played Yahtzee, you should get in the car right now. Drive to the closest game store, <laughs> toy store, even a thrift store, and pick up a copy. Unless it means turning off the podcast in case, wait till after the podcast. <laughs> if you got um, Bluetooth, that's okay. Yeah, there you go. Uh, the, dice, the Yahtzee <laughs> dice rolling mechanic is used in so many games, it does seem a little unfair to have never played the original. And it's kind of like saying you've never watched a baseball game or never eaten a pancake. It's just kind of weird. So, but for those of you not in the know, the Yahtzee style means you roll the dice once. You keep re- what results you want, and you re-roll the rest. You keep what you want from the second roll, and then you have one last try. On that third roll, you gotta keep the results, like it or not. For step two, the player will resolve their dice roll. The dice are six-sided, and they are all the same. The first three sides will have the numbers one, two, and three, or one, two, or three, which represent victory points. Uh, to score, you must first roll at least three of a kind. So three ones would get you one point. Three twos would get you two points. Three threes get you three points. Okay, very good. <laughs> Each matching die after that is worth one additional victory point. So, for example, if you roll five twos and a three, it's worth four points. Two points for the first three twos. One point for each additional two and nothing for the three because you only rolled one of them. One three counts for nothing. Yes. The fourth side is a lightning bolt. This gets you an energy cube. Energy cubes are used to buy cards that give special powers. These cards may be purchased during the third step of your turn after all of your dice have been resolved. Now sides five and six are a clawed paw print for attack and a heart for healing. These results are used differently depending on where your monster is on the game board, so let's talk about that for a second. The game board consists essentially of just one space, Tokyo. You're either in Tokyo or you're not in Tokyo. On a side note, the five and six players version uh, also utilizes the Tokyo Bay, but we played with four people, so we're just going to ignore that We've part for now. We've never used the bay, ever. We never have that many people <laughs> over to play it. <laughs> um, and, oh, by the way, only one monster can be in Tokyo at any one time. So, if you're in control of Tokyo, you will, for each claw that you rolled, do one point of damage to all other monsters. If you're not in Tokyo, you will do, for each claw rolled, one point of damage only to the monster in control of Tokyo, who has the option then to concede. Uh, He will still take the damage, but you will then take over Tokyo. So I know what you're thinking. 
You're thinking, but Tokyo's awesome. I'm in control, and I damage everyone, and I get a bonus point every time I begin my turn in Tokyo. Why would I ever give it up? Well, that sixth side of the die, that cute little healing heart, you can't heal while you're in Tokyo. Cannot heal while you're in Tokyo. That was hard to say. And you do only start with 10 health points. Um, you can't win if you're dead. So, you know, I mean, it's right there in the rule book. It says you can't win if you're dead. Wow. You know, it does not say those exact words, but it does say <laughs> that philosophy. So, uh, who became the king of Tokyo? Did they do it by reaching 20 points or did they demolish the competition? Keep listening to find out. Jeez. So. <clears throat> did I run out the music? Yes. Holy moly. <laughs> That was some perfect timing. This game, <clears throat> we, uh, it's a fairly light game. It is. It, it takes about 30 minutes to play it. About. And uh, we, we, we're just playing, we, we actually played two games of this this time. I know that. Yes. And uh, You will get to hear both. I know. So let's see how the first game started. Real? You're going to be Gigazor? Gigazor. There's Gigazor. <laughs> Nicole, who would you like to be? Um, I think I want to be Pumpkin King over there. Pumpkin be... King. Is he Pumpkin King? What is he? I think he. Where is he? There he Where is. Pumpkin is he? Jack is Pumpkin his name. Jack, you yeah. can set your stats there. Thank you. And from what's left, I will never be a panda bear. Ever. <laughs> 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 it's a giant panda bear. I think I'm not like pandas. I mean, honestly, I think I'm going to be the king. I got to have a King okay. Kong representation in this, right? Okay, so we we actually did have the Halloween characters thrown in, and we were using yeah. two sets of dice. Yeah, but what else did the, the Halloween stuff come with? It had costumes, but we didn't use. Oh yeah, the we costumes. didn't use those. Those yeah. are a totally different thing. They're, well, on they the were a little first bit round. We didn't feel like that was. Uh, <clears throat> You know, we didn't want to make it too complex. Yeah. Since we didn't know how well Lucas was going to take to the game. But all the characters are or... fun. They all come with these nice standees, and they stand mm -hmm. up really big in the middle of the table. And everyone, you know, you know, it's really easy to kind of get into your character and, and enjoy it, right? Yeah, and the other dice for that are their orange instead of green, which is kind of fun too. <laughs> oh, he's going for more trees, and he's mm. the king of Tokyo. All right, because he rolled a hand, he becomes the king of... Is that not sticking in there? I got more. All right. I'll switch you out. King of Tokyo. Maybe this will work. No? I think it's just that cardboard's a little thin for some reason. Well, that one works. Okay, use that one. Three more points. Oh, you get one for going into Tokyo as well, becoming yes. the king. <laughs> Two energy. I'm sucking. Here's the good news. Now, Lucas, when you hit people, when you roll those hand symbols, you're actually beating up your old man. And that's <laughs> what I want you to do today. <laughs> that is your goal. <laughs> See, I find always get those blood feuds starting early. <laughs> you gotta go. You gotta get him thinking, hey, he made me mow the lawn or something like that. Now that's I want right. to really hurt him in this game, right? Do you make eight-year-olds mow the lawn? Huh? Do you make an eight-year-old mow the lawn? It's like power tools there, I buddy. I think, no, I think that I think that we started maybe when I was nine. Did you? Is that wrong? I don't know. I didn't have to do it. <laughs> I don't know. Here we go. I think I might want to do that. It's I'm going to do bad. that. Psychic probe. And by that, I can re-roll 
a die of each other monsters once each turn. If the reroll is a heart, I discard this card. Ooh. All right. Did you want to yield Tokyo to the king? You gotta fill up the. You do. You're yielding. I <laughs> <laughs> have one point for going in. Mm. <laughs> point. Oh, I get a point. Flip a card. You do. No, no I get a point. He gets a point. <laughs> get that point back. <laughs> I like the better one. Yeah, watch these two. Don't check them. That was that was shenanigans. Did I just intimidate him with a monkey impersonation to I let me have Tokyo? <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. Well, um, going to go after King Kong there. Yeah, I know. And, uh, of course, I have like a... Uh, at this point, we're starting to get cards, and these cards are, are fairly powerful. Some of them, yeah. You, uh, some of them are keepers, and some of them you uh, use once and discard. Mm -hmm. And uh, they can really swing the balance of that game pretty quick. Yeah, so those those energy cubes become kind of important, and so this, you can actually afford to buy some of these cards. And the, the one I was using right off the bat is this probe card that was making it so I got to re-roll or force you to re-roll dice or I it was I think I actually got to re-roll one of your die on your turn. I don't remember. I could just pick up one of your dice right when you said I'm done rolling and roll one of your dice again. Yeah. That's a mean card. It's a mean thing to do. <laughs> mean guy. Eek. Um yeah I think I'll buy that little guy. So I bought energy hoarder for three. What does that do? Oh, it's very interesting. Um, I gain <laughs> one victory point for every six energy I have at the end of my turn. So guess who's going to be hoarding some energy? I don't energy, like that. Thus, energy hoarder. <laughs> i got to make sure I use my probe to keep re-rolling your energy dice from now on. <laughs> Let's see what die I want to re-roll of Travis's. He's so <laughs> mean. <laughs> ones. That's a lot of ones. We roll the crawl. <laughs> oh, you're doing two damage to scale. No, wait, that's Jack. me in there, though. We want to be nice to the pumpkin Jack. Don't. You don't. Don't be nice. It, she's out of season. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, because we're playing this in, in April. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe Lucas was against me right from the get go. You know, it's, it's like the first time we'd met. It, it, I mean, it's in every little boy's genetics that he's not supposed to get along well with girls. Oh, whatever. <laughs> you don't think so. Wait a second, because I'm going to re-roll one of your ones. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Fred's me. Oh, I have to discard my card. Goodbye, Psychic Probe. Yes, that's great. I'm but so you, get, you got an extra hit point back, but you lost a victory point. That's... <laughs> That's a pretty good trade, I think. Yeah, to take that card away from him. That's not okay. That's terrible. I used it twice. It cost me three energy. All right. Terrible. Lucas, you get to roll. Oh, we didn't refill that, by the way. Oh man. Did he do any damage to you? He did damage. Did he? How much damage did he do? Two. Yeah. Did you want to yield token? Um. No, I'll stay. Two energy. Oh, and two claws. Okay, but keep in mind, this is me. So, you know, you don't really want to attack me, right? Oh, that's awesome. They're so nice. That's awesome. Oh, what? you can reroll that one again. Another claw. You don't. Oh, oh thank goodness. Two energy, though. You. So I just got three damage? Oh. Wow. Let me get this. Oh, okay. He knows what's going well, on. I'm going to... Put him in Tokyo. Oh, Lucas, you got a point. Lose two hearts. 
Pulse Beat. Arcadian Energy. When you lose two lives or more, gain one energy. That's pretty cool, That's especially since you're the king of Tokyo and you get another star point right now because yep, you just, she just forced left. you in. You get, a, you get a star point. And uh, replace that card, and it's my turn. Catch it on quick, right? Yeah, I was really a little shocked, to be honest, because I thought maybe he wouldn't go for the cards so much and just roll the dice a yeah. bunch. He went right for those cards. Yeah, he was really into upgrading his character. He was. It was impressive. That's that's what he wanted to do. <laughs> he did a lot of it. I know. Now, here's uh, you get an energy cube, and here's something, Lucas. If you want to, you can leave. I got one. Oh, sorry. Did I? I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Adios, Tokyo. Oh, Lucas no. leaves, and you for, you're what forced in, and you card? get a point for taking Tokyo. Since he lost two hit points. He gets an he? energy when he takes two yeah, damage. Yeah, because you got that special, yep. yeah. special so card. So your little, your little thing went off, and you got two, you got an energy for taking two damage. So is it an energy, or is it a victory? Or is it a victory? When you lose two hearts, you gain one energy. Oh, okay. Yep. That's pretty good, though. I think I'm going to buy some. No. Uh, you can. I'm going <laughs> to save up for you two. You can on your turn, because it's now, it, his turn's over now. You got, did you get your point for taking Tokyo? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. All right. So, Lucas, it's your turn. I already went. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. You got a my die roll. Oh, no. Oh, that no, that's okay. Rolling. That's all right. That care. one fell out of his hands. I don't mind that. As no, long as you roll okay. another two oh, claws, I don't lean care. Lean it around here. <laughs> if you roll, if you, yeah, we have to end your turn. Energy, oh, you yeah. You can roll that three one more time. Energy, so I can, so I can oh, finally buy that. that. I know. Oh, that's, that's a mean one. That's a one shot. So you're going to get a life nice. back, too. That's good. All right, so that's the end of your rolls. You get one life back. Oops. You do two points of damage to Gigazor, who's in Tokyo. Oh. Gigazor decides whether or not he wants to give Tokyo up. He's not done with his turn. You calm oh. down, sir. Because he's buying stuff. He's buying the drop from a high altitude because he, <laughs> he loves it. I got two cards now. So anytime you want to use it, see how like one says like uh, right above the, the text at the bottom says discard. When you use that, that card's gone, but you get that effect, and it's a really powerful effect because you get three points and you automatically take Tokyo. So if you're at like 17 points, you could just throw that out and go, boom, drop from a high altitude, 20 points, I win. Right? That's a, a sneaky, sneaky card to use. Okay, so I mean, obviously, I'm still kind of teaching the game as I go. Yeah. But it's going really, really smoothly. Oh, yeah. You know, he's he knows what he wants. He doesn't necessarily know the whole effect. Sometimes he was just looking at the picture and saying, look at that it's a dinosaur jumping off a building onto another dinosaur. I don't know. I think he's still doing a pretty good job with I think it. So. He was reading them and paying attention. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, ob obviously in this, you know, and this shows, showcases it too. In one turn, I've been in Tokyo. Travis has been in Tokyo. You've been in Tokyo. Lucas has been in Tokyo. Mm -hmm. And it just changes in and out because whenever someone hurts you, you can give up Tokyo because like she said... Everybody attacks you while you're in, yeah. and you can't heal while you're in. Right, so you kind of have to <clears throat> concede and get out of Tokyo so that yeah. you can go heal a little bit. Yeah, because you need 20 points to win, but you only have 10 life points to mm -hmm. actually survive through that whole thing. Mm -hmm. So it changes often. And if everybody's hitting you, you got to run away. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's like the best roll for me. So I get three points. She got a little bit of everything. Three. I get... 
one health back. I get two energy, which means I can... Oh, I get a health. I get a health. I forgot. Why do you get a health? Did you get your... Oh, you didn't get that on your turn? Oh, yeah, I did. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Shenanigans. Mm. <laughs> it's because we were so lenient on that other dog. I know. We're gonna have to institute the push up. <laughs> we're gonna have to do the push up rule if he tries that again. That's right. <laughs> Ten push ups, Mister. Now, before the game, Travis, you know, Travis is, is his son's uh, soccer coach, and he let us know that Lucas does lots of push ups, <laughs> and that that's his punishment for not paying attention at practice <laughs> or trying to get away with something, you know, or messing around. So we just thought we'd bring it into the game. <laughs> it was fun. I know. It's Travis's turn. He's the current king of Tokyo, so he gets two oh, points. Look at that. How many points are you up to? Love it. Twelve. Four. You have twelve. Oh, oh my 12? God. He tried. That's almost a push-up violation. <laughs> I mean, it's good for everybody. That's right. So Travis can do push-ups, too. That's right. He's going to get rid of his energy. Goodbye, monster sidekick. I know you want the monster sidekick. I know, I you don't want to go for more claws. You don't want to attack poor little old us. Get just a monster sidekick. If you don't, Lucas is going to get it. Mm-hmm. He wants it bad. What's he do? I think I he know. gives you some sidekick. <laughs> if someone kills you, go back to ten hearts, and you lose your stars. What? That's amazing. Oh my goodness. You're just going to sit in Tokyo all day now. If either of you or your killer win, or all other players are eliminated, then you both win. If the killer is eliminated, then so are you. There you go. If you were eliminated the second time, this card has no effect. A lot going on with that card. Okay, let's just get a one so I can get some points. Oh Oh, my goodness! Okay. Okay, so one damage <laughs> to everybody else. Yep. Take a point of damage, me. Or one point for me. Huh? Oh. <laughs> two of these. Are you going to buy the monster sidekick? Thinking about it. Oh, it's so good. Thinking about it as he picks it up. A second time. I would, I would get stretchy. Everybody knows when you come back stretchy. to the car lot a second time, you're buying that car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're All not right. Any sales Put another guy. card into play, please. All right. Thank All you, right. sir. Oh, he wants Ooh, that throw a tanker. Oh, I can't even read it, but it looks awesome. Cool. All right. Let's just hope Lucas doesn't. My get turn. It. Yeah, it is your turn. All right, Lucas. All claws. All claws. Six claws. There's two, and you got you scored oh, look twos. Oh, twos. I'm sticking with that. Yeah, That's we totally good. want those twos. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I don't know. He can re-roll that if he wants. Don't or he can hang on to it. Oh, Look at that. Point. That's three points. That means you get three victory points right there. You want to... You don't want these. You do want those. And you want to attack <laughs> You do... Oh, 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 my gosh. Okay. He's going crazy. Oh, oh the gamble so did not pay off. You get three points, and Still you do one point of damage to uh, Gigazor. Uh, three points. Yep. So I have six. Thank you for telling us. Thanks for being honest, unlike Gigazor. <laughs> 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 All right, it's my turn. 
Good roll, dude. Good roll. Did, well, did he, was he, is he taking over did Tokyo? You wanna, did you want to stay in Tokyo? Oh, oh he yeah. does. Well, yeah, he's got that crazy Yeah, you card can force now. him out with your card and, and smash him out and take three victory points. <laughs> or you can hold on. You drop from a high altitude. Later. All right. Do it to Fred. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So easy to get on that path of ganging up on Fred. He was ganging up on everybody. <laughs> I just I like that showcases in that, that clip that just how bad of like the devil on your shoulder I am. Yeah. I constantly try to talk people into buying stuff in that game. You do. And try to get them excited about upgrading their monsters. <laughs> Yeah, Don't but know some, why. Well, sometimes we can't tell if you're, like, trying to help us or not, I'm, though. I'm just trying it's to make like, you do something. Uh, you're weird. So it's like, I don't really care if, if you win or not. Yes, you do. Well, you I, 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 I want to win. Yeah. But I don't care. I don't care if you actually do what I'm telling you to do or not most of the time. I'm going to keep that. That's a little tidbit of information. It's <laughs> oh, kind of helpful. Oh, no. Oh, he's almost dead. Yeah, but he's got that crazy card. He's going to beat Did you want to give up Tokyo? No, he stays in Tokyo. King of Tokyo at the start of his turn means he gets two victory points. He's going to win at this rate. He got 15. He needs five more. This is terrible. And he's got like some massive defense. Lucas, we got to focus in on killing him. We got to kill the the Gigazor. Gigazor is going to win. You don't get any health while you're in Tokyo. Oh, I keep forgetting that. <laughs> See, I, I, for me personally, points are just something that fall in your lap, but you always try to hit other people. I don't know why, but when I play this game, I play it claws first, points second, unless the points are there on the table on the first drop. Shockingly, I play this one points first and attack second, which usually I'm just a run in there and kick butt kind of girl. I, I want to, I, if I rolled, you know, a potential for, you know, three points or something like that, let's say uh-huh. I rolled two threes and the rest claws, you would take I'm going to pick up those threes and roll them again to try to score more Wow. Claws. I, I don't, I don't do that. I got bloodthirst. It's my fault. <laughs> All right, Lucas. All right. I need you to do six points of damage to your old man. <laughs> a lot of damage. Right now. I think I'm going to fall from the sky. Are you? You can play it right, right now if you if want to. If you do to. it right now, then you'll do damage. He'll do damage to all of them. I don't care. It's up to him. <laughs> do you want to take Tokyo right now? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're out of Tokyo. You're in Tokyo. And you get three victory points for taking Tokyo now. And that card goes away. that card goes card away. Goes away. And now you're damaging everyone. How many stars do you have? Nine. Wow. And you're in Tokyo? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. Threes. Look at the threes. Oh, my God. <laughs> this isn't good. This is not good for us at all. No. Keeping your energy? Okay. He likes See the three. energy. Oh. 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 Keep it. It's so smart to keep it. You need to take out your old man. Oh, oh my gosh. So you do, you do one point of damage to everyone on the table. Which is... Including me. No, no. not you. And then you get, you get four victory points. Four of them. That's awesome. Now, see, we don't talk about it right there, but that actually brought 
Lucas, like, like Travis is sitting at 15 points. All he needs is 20 to win. Mm-hmm. And Lucas all of a sudden goes up to, like, 14 points. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, just one lucky die roll, and you can swing that balance really quick. Yeah. On top of it, Lucas is king of Tokyo, and he's, you know... He's tra- Travis is on the ropes health wise. That's why he gave up Tokyo right before that. Yeah. So I mean, this is uh, this this has got to play out soon. Go for it, right here, right now. You're going twos again. Oof. He likes the twos. Oh, this three. Oh, where's all the That's twos? Awesome. We still stand a chance. I'll keep that energy. <laughs> trying to win. Right here. Right here. Two. No oh. two. That's awesome. You got nothing. You got, you got two, two energy. energy. Nothing. That's it. But two energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 stunk it up, didn't it? All right. That's Lucas quite is, all right. Lucas's turn unless you want to buy the Made in a Lab card or get rid of all three cards in the middle. Okay. Lucas. See, I mean, and Travis is so close to winning... He just needs one good die roll of points, and he will take the game. Mm-hmm. That's all he needs. That's how close it is. <laughs> so bad. But Lucas is joining in on the smack talk, too, no, which is Lucas, fun. Lucas is like, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's repeating what you say it's to laugh awesome. at him. Here I go. Fourth oh, not I love win. that. I love that. Ooh. Oh, he's attacking the rest of us. I get that. Okay, yeah. Oh, I like that too. A lot of damage to us right now. Oh, everybody takes four points of damage at the table, and I got two points for being king of Tokyo. So I got killed. Did you? So what happens with your sidekick card? So somebody kills me, I go back to ten hearts and lose all my stars. (gasps) What? That's great. So you went back to ten health. Does that card stay there? Oh my god. I'm You're at one, health. aren't you? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. It's Nicole's uh, turn. Uh, Dang. Uh, help me. Help <laughs> me. Right. Is that We're like a back. dragon's voice? We are back. <laughs> help me. <laughs> <laughs> help me. <laughs> so funny. Uh, yeah, I mean, somebody had to do it, right? Well, yeah. I mean, basically, Travis just went from, like, one roll away from winning all the way down to zero points. Just starting but over, health. yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, Lucas Lucas is on the ropes now, too. Yeah. <laughs> you get one point, though, for entering Oh, Tokyo. he's right. Thank you. Oh, great. What a nice guy. Well done with the rules, Lucas. But you helped out the opposition. <laughs> He's going to lose anyway. Hey, now. He's at one. <laughs> no, I got, I got six. Just six. I got six. You're at one. You're a no, big trouble. Not. You're not. Yes, you are. <laughs> Remember when Gigazor was telling us earlier? I know. You're supposed to go for the point. Look at that. You got your twos right there. Just go for your twos. And you gotta, you go get, for your twos. You don't need that hit point back. You're at ten. Yeah, you, you just... Claws, claws. No. You got two points, an energy cube, and hit the coal. Nicole, do you yield Tokyo? I do not. Oh. Oh, she is not. I'm Look at this. Today. Let's see if she's messing around. No, she's no, not. There's Look no messing that. around that, here. Her hands are on fire. My there's hands no are way. on fire. That's not. That's not a mess around pose. It's Lucas's turn, isn't it? Unless you're buying stretchy. Are you buying stretchy? No. Nah, I don't even have enough cubes. Well, he does. 
Nope. Nothing. Okay, now it's your turn. <laughs> All right, Lucas. So, uh, Lucas has got the rules so much he's actually helping you at this point. Hey, are this we making is, fun of me? Well, no, I'm <laughs> saying it's safe to say that this game is absolutely age-appropriate Oh, absolutely, eight. yeah. And what does it say on the side of the box? It, says it does eight. say eight. Eight plus, but like I said, he just turned eight, like, day before. Yes. So, eight. you know, so seven plus might, no, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> When you purchase this, put as many energy as you want on it from your reserve. reserve. Oh, okay. Match this from the bank. At the start of each turn, take two energy off and add them to your reserve. Okay, so it's like an investment thing that pays two to one back. When there are no energy left, describe this card. Describe this card. Yeah. Well, you only have mm. one right now, so if you used your one, you would get one from the bank, and next turn you'd have two energy, but that card would go away. So maybe it's good to build it up before you put energy on it. I think I'm going to use that. What does throw a tanker do? On a turn, you deal... Three or more damage, gain two stars. Okay, well, I mean, you have to deal the damage to use it, so... Yeah, yeah so you on, your next, turn, if you, on your next turn, if, if you, you roll three claws. You gotta get some claws. <clears throat> don't worry, I'm gonna take yeah, out Pumpkin Jack right now, so it doesn't matter. Here we go. See, now who's gonna sit there and say that, that board games aren't good for kids? <laughs> Well, I don't think anybody says that. <laughs> I know, but you, you can hear that obviously this is this has got a lot of reading in it, but it's engaging enough mm-hmm. that he wants to know what these powers are that, that upgrade his character. Mm-hmm. So that's that's super cool, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and um, he's having fun doing it. Yep, I think it's I think it's really cool. All right, <laughs> that was a terrible roll. So I do two She's damage so to everybody. Nice. You oh. take two damage, Lucas. What? You're out of the game. Uh oh. What? How much damage do you do? Two. Wait, you you relived again. Mm-hmm. Did you get your two points for staying here? I did. I'm at ten. I'm at ten now. No, you're at zero. <laughs> you're, at, you you're at the skull. <laughs> oh no. Did I take him out? I'm sorry. Lucas. Oh. Why did you go back to ten? Because he bought that card. He lost all his points and went back to 10. Yeah, I remember when I was almost winning, now I got two points. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> so your gig, your, your mecha's dinosaur dragon has now got knocked out. Uh, sorry to say that. Uh, did you take two damage? I did. I'm okay, I'm just making sure, because Brad cheats. No, he doesn't I cheat. I never do. All right. All right. Why did you do that? I didn't mean to. <laughs> so now that mecha dragon is... is been knocked out, Lucas. Who are you rooting for? Uh, <laughs> the king, right? <laughs> the king. <laughs> yeah. What? Oh my god! <laughs> yes. I'm sway you. Devil on your shoulder. But I will say, Devil in the room was the person who killed the birthday boy. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I just was so excited. I was doing points of damage to everybody. I was really trying to take out Travis and, and Lucas. I accidentally killed the kid <laughs> you know what i i also don't believe that you should let kids win either because that doesn't 
I mean, teach I'm going to sportsmanship say, or, you know, it's well a learning done, experience. Well done, Lucas, for taking it like, like a good sport. He was a very good sport right? about it. He did an awesome job. Yep. And I still feel kind of bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the king of Tokyo. That's the good uh, news. That's fantastic. Bad news? Travis is going to kill me right now. Wrong. So he's taking vengeance on me for killing me. No claws. Or not. No claws. <laughs> yes. You only have to do three points of damage to Don't her. Don't do any damage to me. Oh, man. I do it, not want to kill you. Accident. Because if you get eliminated, I get eliminated. Oh, because she's the one who took you out? Yeah. Really? So if I kill her, <sighs> I win the game. Good. It's good that you're rooting for the king. I'm not rooting for you. So this game's not going to... You're not. <laughs> 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 Here, I'll put the energy back. <laughs> There's not very good cards out. I know. You, you can, can pay spend two, two and, and get, get rid, rid of, of all of them. Get three new cards. I'm okay with that. Because I'm not spend, very spend two and get and replace all three of those so we get three new cards out. That would be good. <laughs> I think so too. Yeah. Hoping I've been playing my intimidating roar card. Really? I don't even know what it does. We don't know. Monsters in Tokyo must yield if you damage them. Oh yeah, you can force them. Yeah. Yeah, it, they have to. In fact, according to that. Yeah. I don't know if we've done that right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I don't want to eliminate her, so I need to roll some points. Oh, this is a fantastic turn. Why? Because <laughs> he doesn't want to hurt me. I love it. <laughs> I'm so happy. I want him to accidentally hurt you. <laughs> I want him to accidentally hurt me. For oh, one. here he goes. No threes. Gotta roll again. All claws. All one claws. claws. One all claws. claws. Uh, one claws. No claws. All three, three claws. One claw. Oh, he got his three points and two energy. You can't yield off. Tokyo. I know. I'm stuck. Do you buy anything? You got tons of money. Yeah, buy some stuff. You got so I'll much buy, money. How about you spend two so we can get three new cards? Oh, I'm getting so excited. Got itchy dice rolling and get the good cards. If I do that, you could still. Nobody wants these cards. That's right. Oh man! But I need to make some kind of move. All I have to do is three points of damage to you and win the game. That's what he just said. No. What? All right, I'll spend two and get three new cards. Why would? Why would? He said. He said because you killed him originally. Uh huh. If you die, he dies. Oh really? Yes. That's why he can't hurt you. So I'm like in a winning, a game-winning situation if I do three points of damage to you. That's terrible. No, that's amazing. Are you done? No, you're not. No, he's buying cards. Buy something to hurt him with. Don't. Leave you me out of it. You need me to win. Heal. I have actually haven't done damage to people for a couple turns. It's Let's time for me to do a touch. <laughs> no claws. Ooh, oh, that's man. not good. Two claws. Oh, you better get... Boom. Oh. Boom. Wait, let's see if I can do a full... Nope. All right, so you take four points of damage, Nicole. What happens then? I die. And then what happens to Travis? He dies. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> yes! 
Okay. Here's a secret about games at our house. He always no, wins. No, do not. Yeah. He always wins. It's I terrible. can't believe it. Can we do the roller coaster? <laughs> you guys, yeah, we can look at the roller coaster if you want. It's, it's, yeah. I'm just going to tell you that half the tricks on it aren't going to work because when we move you it, it falls out of out of alignment. Like, alignment. Yeah. So yeah, we can totally we can try it. <laughs> yes, I did make a marble roller coaster. We got it from was that Tuesday mornings? Yeah, they're like and a it, discount <clears throat> store that they get. We need to go there again. We haven't been there in a long time. Yeah, but they have like sometimes they'll have games hidden away that are for like really cheap. Now, something you guys, if you were paying attention, may have noticed is that a few clips ago, I killed Travis. Not me. Not Nicole. And then Travis <laughs> says Nicole killed him, and so I forgot. I just went with it because I didn't remember. And I was <clears> like, well, Nicole they both think I it. killed him. Okay. And I thought, if they're together, then maybe that's what happened. I can't quite remember. So we screwed that game up. What's new? <laughs> when don't we screw up a game? That's our thing. <laughs> that's our thing we do. We play games wrong. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I want to be the alien guy because it Air, upsets Lucas. Okay. <laughs> All right, here's Maybe, what we're doing uh, different this time. Because it upsets Fred. Yeah. Oh, oh, that yeah. makes me so mad. Do do okay, here's what I'm, we're going to do different. We're going to have you're going to have this little like stack of cards, and you don't draw any off of them unless you're outside of token, or actually at any time that you want to end your turn. You have three heart symbols. You can draw the top card of this, and this will actually make your guy tougher because he evolves. How cool is that? Like, kind of like the card that I had last time, mm -hmm. make it pepper. Yeah, this guy will just all, this, this is like, it's tailored directly to the Kraken, so it's going to be only you will have these powers. But if you end your turn with three hearts face up, even in Tokyo, if you end with three hearts face up, you'll draw the top card of this stack and you'll get to have that ability. So you'll like yeah. grow like a tentacle arm or something and start smacking people around, right? I already have tentacle legs. Well, what's, what's wrong with having a tentacle arm, then? <laughs> Here, I need right. this out of my way. Uh, what did you choose? The panda? Panda Come on. Now, now I have to kill you first. You, uh, you got my permission not to kill your old man now and to kill Nicole instead. Yeah. <laughs> I need a bunny. Cyber bunny? Okay. okay. Here's cyber bunnies. Fancy evolution cards. So we're all reset, and we've added in the Power Up expansion. Yeah. Now... I like the power-up expansion. <clears throat> yeah, power-up expansion, it's, it seems innocent because it comes in this little box, you know, and it doesn't seem like it's that much stuff, but it actually gives every character in the game their own identity because mm -hmm. you actually have your own unique deck that adds only to your character. And this is something we left out of the base game to teach Lucas the first time, but he caught on to this we mechanic sure how, immediately. Like I said, how well he was going to do with the cards themselves, but he yeah. was doing so well. Yeah, and this this adds those individual powers and sort of customizes your character a little more and makes you so feel... So instead of just being the panda, you're yeah. the tough panda. Right. <laughs> See, you got an energy, and you got your evolution card. That's awesome. Good this job. Energy. Hold on, the Kraken is evolving. And I get a heart. I get a heart. No, you don't go. You don't go up. You have to say a ten. What's your card say? Dead man. Dread man. Dread man. Permanent evolution. What do you do? When you damage a monster with it. 
with an attack, he loses one star. Whoa. From now on, he's got a dread maw, so his mouth is what, what evolved. And when he does damage to us, we lose one point. That's not nice. That's yeah. awful. <laughs> <laughs> no. Damage and damage? You take a point of damage and you lose a point. That's now. crazy. From the dread maw. All right. He's definitely at an advantage. I, I'm pretty sure that he pulled the best card in his entire deck out of his deck right off the bat. Probably. Because dread maw was really tough. Well, yeah. <laughs> but he, he got a re- and he was involving like the first turn of the second game, wasn't he? Yeah. It was like immediate. It was he immediate. Knew, he he knew exactly wanted those what to cards. Wanted he was it. going for the cards no matter what. <laughs> he was had that bloodthirst. He I did. <laughs> Here goes the dread mall. Oh no, the dread mall. Oh my god. Did you want to yield Tokyo? Oh you're no, okay. Oh, okay. Show him what, what happens when you don't, Lucas. <laughs> See, now he's going for those hearts again to evolve even further. I know. I, I, there's something in the water or something that's just making him. Cracking. <laughs> oh, he got oh, it. Oh, my oh. gosh. Reroll those numbers. Reroll yes. those numbers. Three damage is what you want. Three hits. None. <laughs> so you got you another, another evolution. evolution. <laughs> Evolving. Temporary. Cult following. Cult following. And you you what? You discard this evolution to gain one point for each heart you rolled. So you wait until the next time. Well, you could do it right now, couldn't you? Well, but if he waits, he might roll like six of them and get like six points or something. Three points is pretty awesome. Three points is pretty awesome. It's up to him. It's his. It's his. So I'll go three up. Okay. All right. And then you discard this, that this card. This discards to the bottom of that stack and be fine. Now, the power-up cards do come completely randomized. The regular powers, mm-hmm. you shuffle them and put three of them face up, and you can choose between them, and then you can actually pay to discard them and draw three new ones out. Right. Power-ups are not like that. You are getting whatever's on top, so you're sort of at the mercy of a blind draw. Right. So it's not quite as easy to get, you know, something as powerful as the Dreadmaw, and obviously that's exactly what happened. He didn't get something near as powerful as the Dreadmaw on no. that second draw. But still, still something well, they to They can't all be him. winners, can they, Kit? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Here comes Dreadmaw. No, not Dreadmaw. Yes. The worst grandma on the earth. I'm no. not grandma. You're not? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were Dreadmaw. Or you can shift gears and try to attack Cyber Bunny like crazy and roll everything but your claws. (laughs) No? Go for the (gasps) No, go for the hearts. You get two two hit points back. He's already full, I think. That's kind of the good fallback. So you do one point of damage to Cyber Bunny is what you do. Yep. Do you yield Tokyo? Oh, and by the way, you lose a point because he did it with his Dread Maw. Yep. He's a, oh, yeah. Come and give Dreadmaw yep. a kiss. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe later, Grandma Dreadmaw. 
I know, later on you can tell me. <laughs> Shut up, Cyber Bunny. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not get nasty. Let's not get nasty. He's getting in the spirit of it. <laughs> I don't know if you're a good influence on children. <laughs> I never profess to be. That's true. <laughs> I, just, I just want him to have fun. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I think he did have fun. There you go. Okay, guys. We gotta take him out. <laughs> Alienoid armor plating sustaining. Dead. Oh, I'm great. <laughs> Don't it. I want these parts. Oh, she wants to evolve. I really do. I don't think you're going to evolve before the panda dies off. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if Lucas really got that or not. I think but he did. <laughs> I don't like pandas. It's documented. I know. Nobody, just, everybody knows you don't They're like just a creature that tries not to survive, and we just, like, pine over them, like, oh, we have to save them. Well, I think I think they're the epitome of fashion over function, and you're a function over fashion Correct. kind of guy, so they're super, super cute, and they don't take care of and themselves. They don't want to live. They don't. <laughs> All right, Lucas. Are you sticking in Tokyo? Really? Take him out, Lucas. Show him what's up. How many hit points do you have? Two? Fire Blast. Boom. Two points of damage to everyone at the table. What? Two points of damage to everyone at the table. So he's out? (laughs) Oh, Cyber Bunny's dead. Boom, and I take Tokyo because I killed him. Ah. Which means I get one point. Come on, Lucas. Okay, you got to kill Fred. (laughs) There you go. Go for those hearts again. No, we want to, you know, you only have one heart. Claws Claws and twos. You want to claw them. Whatever you want to do. I'll do it. You want to kill Fred. So, (laughs) I just killed someone. I'm on your... Oh, look at that. He evolved again. He just evolved. That's awesome. Get a claw. Get a claw. Yes. All right, you take Tokyo, and I lose a point because you hit me, and I lose three. One, two, three. Healing rain. Ooh. What is that? It's a temporary. Discard this evolution to heal two damage if you want to. Ooh. But you actually just got three back. Did you give yourself three back? Keep on, keep hold, hold on to that. You don't need to use it quite yet. Okay. Now so going you just, in and then you go into Tokyo. Yep, and you've got full health going into Tokyo. So I have to apologize because now I now I just now realize that I beat Travis both games. Wolfman <laughs> <laughs> well, always wins. I am sorry, Travis. I did not mean to take you well, out. You didn't both actually games. beat him. Who knows what would have happened? I know. Because you took. Well, you took me out. Wait, wait, wait. Well, he didn't take me out. He still would have died. It doesn't matter. You're the one who killed him. If he would have killed you, he'd have killed himself anyway. Correct. I would have won. He no would have won. No well, matter he could have done a point race. Oh. Uh, See. Poor Travis. I am sorry, Travis. That's my fault. Evolution. The panda evolves. <laughs> now it can eat more than bamboo. You keep rolling. Oh yeah, I got to do that, don't I? You have to finish your turn. I know I got rolling. confused. I got excited. Right, um, nice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll Look take three energy. Wow. And and you evolve. Yeah. And you get I three do. health back, and you evolve. Oh, okay. I will do that. I evolve. Okay. Permanent evolution. Mm, I got the Panda Express. If you roll a (laughs) 
One, two, three heart, like a rest, right? fist, and energy. You gain two victory points and get to take another turn. All other results still count. You still gain one energy, heal, one damage, etc. That's pretty cool. So if I get like a one of each. That is not cool. I we don't like stuff. This. this side of the table doesn't agree <laughs> that that's cool. <laughs> Finally, it feels like Lucas is on my side. He was on your side of the table. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and it's a light at the end of the tunnel for you. Yeah. Do you think it's going to work out? Doubt it. I don't know. Do I ever win? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. No, oh, on the floor. I'm not going to make it, am I? I got two I twos. Not. Here we go. If I roll a two, I win the game. Don't. Oh. Yes. <laughs> we stand a chance. We're still in it. All right, I get one hit point back, and I get one energy cube. How many points do you have, Lucas? Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. You're going to get two for being You get two right now. <laughs> three three points and you can win. All you need to do is score three points on those dice. You win the game on oh. that. Threes. Oh, oh, you got two yeah, threes and two, two twos. Threes. Roll all of those and get a three and take it down. Oh, God, no. <laughs> yes! yes! Gosh! With one to spare. No kidding. Here, Lucas, if you want to roll, roll the roll the energy in the wand just to rub it into everybody. Well, you mean. actually only need two, you only need three, so you can roll that one too. You well, only no, need these three points. He's doing extra points. He won. He won. He won. Yeah, he, he won, won. anyway. But if he does three damage, you could take me out. Boom. Energy. Oh, Lucas wins be... the Dreadmaw Kraken. Oh, oh those oh, evolution cards yeah. early. Yeah, that off. really. I got tried so hard, Lucas. You beat Good the alien. Good job. Okay, that puts me up to six games lost in a row. <laughs> <laughs> you won one co- we cooperatively last night. Yeah. I not really. I was I was already dead when you guys won. Yeah, I know. So. We played aliens, and she was dead when I, was I dead. shot the alien out of the airlock. Yeah, <laughs> so it really didn't feel like my victory. And, I, and I, it wasn't even funnier well, as when I looked Lucas. at Brianna and That's I said, awesome. "By the way, Brianna, I'm not going to help you on your turn, and you're going to die." You're really happy and proud of yourself for not helping Brianna, right? Oh, my man. rival. <laughs> no, I gotta say though, it was exciting that uh, that Lucas won that game. I was happy. I was happy. Well, and I was. It made me not feel so bad for having beaten him the first game and and killing him accidentally, <laughs> because now he knows that we were playing fair and square. We don't. We don't pander. We, oh we, no, I was trying to win. Indeed, that exactly. last die roll I threw, if it had come up two, I would have won the game right mm-hmm. then and I would have, you know, just rubbed it in all our faces. I would have rubbed it in everyone's face. I would have sprayed it on the walls. No, I'm just <laughs> Awful. the uh so this is King of Tokyo's been out for a while. Yeah, quite a and while. And in fact, we've even got the sequel to this King of New York. Yeah. Which we finally got to the table. Yeah. And it's fun too. It is. But I mean, for this for for like the beginning kind of this is this is one of these games that we use as a gateway game. Yeah, we use it to get people into the hobby or get people interested in different you know different like look and feel to how games can be, yeah. other than a roll and move you know. Yeah, and uh, well, because it's got that that Yahtzee mechanic that most people are very familiar yeah. with already, with just slight variation. I mean, people can grasp it pretty easily. Mm-hmm. It's but it's got some depth to it with the power up cards and yeah. the and just the. Uh, 
the other cards, not the not the power up expansion. Even if you just play the base game, yeah, you know, still has plenty of little power ups that you can get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> this is a game we've played many, many times. It's no many doubt times. that this is this is a game that's you know absolutely keeper in our collection, and we and we we both like it a lot. Now, uh, we we did actually uh, meet Richard Garfield, the designer of this. Yeah, we met him at Which Gen Con. It's funny that we describe him as the designer of this. Why didn't he do the magic? Yeah, the, Gathering? the Gathering, that's yeah. like the most famous card game. Wait a game. second, are you forgetting Robo Rally? Did you do that one? <laughs> yes. That's a good game. <laughs> it's good. Keep <laughs> the map small and you'll have fun. Oh, yeah. Um, but we met him and he signed one of my cards, like a, a little promo card and I gave it to I me. I still have it, actually. Yeah? In my collection of <clears throat> scrapbooking things that I've never yeah. gotten around to because we play games <laughs> instead, which is okay. I well, like there that. There you go. Um, now... Obviously, this is a keeper in our collection. We know that. We don't even yeah. have to get into it. But the uh, what would you say the difficulty is to teach on a this one? This one, I don't even know how you get a one on my list, but I'd say this is a two. I'd say it's a two just because of the power cards. Obviously, yeah. there's a little bit if of If there reading. weren't power cards, it'd be a one. <laughs> and, and it really helps. I mean, honestly, it really helps having someone there who just says, oh, yeah, this means this and this. It makes it a lot easier. So if you're That's teaching true. it to a non-gamer, it's probably a two or probably a one. If you're handing it to a group of non-gamers and saying, play this game, it's probably a two. Yeah. That's what I would say. Yeah. I'll so agree with that. So super easy, super easy to get people into in the, you know, it's... But super fun at the same yeah. time. And it's so much fun. It's just such a, you know, knockdown, drag out fight between all these monsters and stuff that happens so, so effortlessly. actual rating then? Uh, I rated a four. How do you only give it a four? Because it doesn't blow me away personally. I know... We've played it so many times. Because it's so easy, we play it so many times. That doesn't have anything to do with it. I... This is the deal. I really like it. It's not the very top tier for me. That's a four. You're so (laughs) You're a five, aren't you? I'll give it a five. I love it. I think it's a great game. Nicole will play this any day of the week, any time. She's now, always ready for this game. Here's the thing. <laughs> After having gotten, uh, getting... Uh-huh. Uh-huh. After getting to play King of New York, mm-hmm. if you said, which one do you want to play? Yeah. Right now I would pick King of New York. Yes. But mostly because we've only played it like one time. King of New York has no on-the-border, off-the-board mechanic. You are always on the board. Everybody and you're is. in these burrows... And there is buildings in the boroughs, so and when you blow up a building, it turns into a defensive uh, token. Right. And then if you blow up the defensive token, then you get points for it or whatever mechanic. And you get points for blowing up buildings, too. Right. So all the boroughs become more and more dangerous, and only people that are in, in Manhattan score points. So it's a little more complex. You know, if I think about it, though, but there weren't, like, power-up cards and stuff in that one, were there? They were still the normal power-up card decks, but they're, like, the normal power deck, but there wasn't uh-huh. a power-up card. I don't know. I'll have to play it a couple more times. But either way, I definitely, I'm still going to say five. I really like it. I think it's a solid game. Yep. I say four. It's both games, both these games, King of New York and King of Tokyo are very solid. King of Tokyo is a lot more appropriate for someone who's not used to playing games. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I wouldn't have brought out King of New York. (coughs) And you know what that means, Nicole. That brings us to the end of another episode of Talk About Board Games. It was so much fun. Now, don't forget that you can voice your opinion and questions to be featured potentially in future episodes by connecting with us through Twitter 
uh, Board Game Geek, Facebook, uh, email, Instagram, or our website. It's all on our website. And we know our website's not super exciting. It's, you know, it's just a place where you can find everything. Right. Now, on the next episode, Nicole and I are going to play through a game called Last Will. And we just do it together. And uh, <clears throat> this is like a game like that's based off of the movie Brewster's Millions. or That was a book. Or, well... It was originally a book. It was, yeah. like, written in the turn of the century. Okay. Well, and they, there's a movie. In the 80s, there was a movie. We'll that's talk about the this toy, story. is it? Or no, is it? No, that's Brewster's Millions. Is it? Okay, well, anyways, this is a, this is a, a game a where we try to, try to lose money instead of gain money. It's a reverse thing. You want to be the lowest money. So it's golf rules. <laughs> golf rules. <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely tune in to see which of us wins the game and proves that they should probably be on some sort of allowance. Kiss. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe later, Grandma Dreadmall.